entertainment and enlightenment. This is the Glenn Beck Program. Now more than ever before, it is not irrational uh, or uncommon to say, I think we're headed into a civil war of some sort. You know, hey, let's split apart before it gets to war. Listen, you pick the states, uh, we'll pick our states, whatever. Let's do that. Uh, Ray uh, Dalio from Bridgewater, he said last week, quote, We are on the classic path towards some sort of civil war amid a dangerous combination of large deficits, high taxes, inflation, and gaps in wealth and values that lead to political polarization. Says this is the period that he thinks we're in right now. But he lists a few things, and I think we have to define who we are really clearly and what we're for. We do that in 60 seconds. There comes a day when you wake up in the morning, stare at your bed and think to yourself, I think I'm doing this whole sleeping thing wrong, you know? Uh, That's the day that maybe you will upgrade your pillows, your sheets, your whole sleeping situation. I'm somebody who tests things, you know, I'm, I'm stubborn. And so I've been saying on the air and I was doing commercial for my pillow and I thought, you know what? I want to make sure that it is the pillow that is giving me such great sleep. And so this weekend, Friday and Saturday, I just told Stu, did I not tell you I didn't get any sleep this weekend? You did. Uh, I switched pillows and I went back to my old pillow and I put the, my pillow on kind of a, you know, like a body pillow. I woke up with a headache both days. So last night I slept with my pillow. No headache. I wonder if they're connected, dummy. So, yes, I can testify to you. Mm -hmm, They make a huge difference. Get your pillow from MyPillow.com. Click on the radio listener specials. Check out this flash sale on the Giza Dream Sheets. They're they're fantastic, and you can get them for as low as $39.99 right now. Enter the promo code BECK at uh, MyPillow.com, or you can call 800-966-3117. Oh, my gosh. So, here's... Ray Dalio, he said uh, last week, U.S. appears to be on a classic path towards some sort of civil war amid dangerous combination of large deficits, high taxes, inflation gaps in wealth and values. When all of that happens at the same time, there are foreign powers that are becoming strong enough to challenge the leading world power that is encountering this civil dynamic. It is especially a risky period. He says... Both the left and the right are fighting to win at all costs, eliminating moderates and the ability to compromise as a result. He said there's also a loss of truth in the public domain. No, making some people too afraid to speak up. The biggest question is how much the system will bend before it breaks. Now, let me give you some other things that he said, because this is what he says is really leading to it. I agree with almost everything he just said there. Okay, we are headed towards something, and I prefer to think it's the great wake awakening. He says the current financial conditions and irreconcilable differences in desires and values are consistent with the ingredients leading to some form of civil war. He's right. This is why I've been telling you, you've got to shore your finances up, get out of debt, make sure that you're fine. You want to be a blessing, not part of the problem. Because people are going to be hungry. It's why we started Mercury One. I just had a meeting 
two weeks ago, or was it last week with the Mercury One? I said this this uh, this year we have to be all about helping people help themselves. We have to find out where real pain points are and go in and help people um, because we have to model that. All of us do. He says, not knowing what is true because of distortions in the media and propaganda increases and people become more polarized emotionally, um, emotional and politically motivated. So he's got distortions in the media. He's right. But there also will be distortions in um, social media as well from our side or people purporting to be on our side. For instance, let me just say this about the Great Reset. By the way, available now on audiobook. And it's really good. I know I was there. Uh, but I read it and it's really, really good. Anyway, um, you can get it at you know Kindle or Audible or wherever you, you get your books on audio. So um, the propaganda can come, for instance, like on our side with the Great Reset. There are going to be people, some of them intentionally, others just don't know, that will buy into conspiracy theories. And then you start blurring the truth. It's very important that you don't add on just the stuff you know the stuff like in our book that is all footnoted. You have to have the proof. Don't speak out beyond what you know to be true. Don't trust anyone. Trust your own ability to find the truth. Somebody says it, go check. Somebody says it, where'd they get that? Go check. Go find that source. Where did they get that? We can't be like the left because that, that's what they've taught us in history books. They don't ever quote the people anymore. They don't quote the people that knew the people. They quote scholars that lived hundreds of years later that claim they know something different than the people who lived in that time. When causes that people are passionately behind are more important to them than the system for making decisions, the system is in jeopardy. Now, let me ask you both. The media and the propaganda increases people become more polarized, emotional, and politically motivated. Which group has set out to do that intentionally? Do you remember Saul Alinsky? That is what they're doing. That is what they're doing to Joe Rogan right now. That's what they do to everyone. They polarize them. And it becomes emotional. Joe Rogan is not a racist. He's not a racist. You're not a racist. Well, I don't know. I mean, this could spill out into anybody, anybody's living room. But most likely, you're not a racist. America, say this out loud with me right now. I don't care where you are. America is good and not racist. Say it. America is good and not racist. You got to start telling yourself the truth. Because right now to say America, America is a good place. Sometimes, you know, if you're not in a red state, you're kind of like, you know, America's, you know, it's not, I mean, it's, I mean, it's not bad. No, state it. Exceptional. Exceptionalism. Exceptional. Mm-hmm. 
When winning becomes the only thing that matters, unethical fighting becomes progressively more forceful in self-reinforcing ways. You mean the ends justify the means? They never do. They never do. And what is our cause? When causes that people are passionately behind are more important to them than the system for making decisions, the system is in jeopardy. Well, I'm telling you right now, the system is in jeopardy because of causes that people are passionately behind that is more important to them than the system outlined in the Constitution. What are we fighting for? I am fighting for a return to order. I am not any return to order, a return to constitutional order. One where the Bill of Rights is fully understood and embraced and enforced. If winning becomes more important than the Constitution, we've already lost. Now listen to this. He goes on to say, in 2022 elections, we will see losses by moderates and gains by extremists and populists. Okay, let's go over that. In the elections, we will see losses by moderates. May I say, no, unless they're globalists. If they're globalists, yeah, you are. But if there's somebody that's standing up, this is not an extremist position. For the Bill of Rights, for the three branches of this government, for reasonable spending... And they're not for some globalist agenda, then you know what? They're probably not going to lose because that's where a lot of people are. When you say gains by extremist quote or extremist slash populists, wait a minute. Who are the extremists? And I know the right is being made to look like extremists. That's what they call us. We're for the Constitution. If that makes me an extremist, that says more about you than me i'm not the extremist i'm the one that agrees with our founders i'm the one that agrees with uh with abraham lincoln do you so make sure the extremists are clearly defined and populist i don't like i don't like populism because it can imply blind jingoistic movement Okay, it can populist just take whatever's popular and just feed on that and go. Well, that's that's not who I am. What I am is a constitutionalist who many of the things that we talk about are growing in popularity. That doesn't make us a populist populists, pure populist that has nothing underneath. There's not building a framework. Is just whatever is popular, that's a problem. A nationalist is a problem. But not somebody who believes in the Constitution. Because then the government isn't involved. And pride in your nation, there is nothing wrong with that. As long as you're like the old Texans that are always like, you know, that's a fine place to... New York? Well, I hear a lot of great things about that. Of course, not Texas, but I hear a lot of great things about that. Okay, they are very proud of their state. They should be. 
it's a great place to be and a great place to be from. Be proud of it. That's different than, yeah, I'm from Texas. I'd like to destroy and absorb New York because we'd fix it. That's nationalism. That's a problem. He says, we will see the election of extremist and extreme populists. They will win because each side wants fighters not to compromise and moderates will also choose not to run. Okay, so you have to define the moderates again. Um, And no, my theme song, you know, my theme song is like, we're the key. We're the key. It's always been. We're in this together. Let's reach out. Let's be united. But there comes a point where you can't be united anymore because we don't have the same principles anymore. We don't have the same values anymore. You know, I value hard work and not just not just because it's paid off, but because follow the science. Science has even proven that work adds to a man and woman's self-esteem. One of the things we're facing that nobody wants to talk about is the fourth industrial revolution. When you lose your job and you're not able to find a job, but the government or whomever, I'd like to be paid by big tech. I have a, I, I have a whole theory on this one. I'd like to explain. I think I could get everybody on this policy. But uh, you, want, you want somebody to pay you because you can't find a job. Here's the problem. If you put 40% of the population on basic minimum income, where do they find meaning? Where do they find meaning? I'm going to do a series of shows on this program just on that problem. Because we have to, we have to know where do we get meaning. The Supreme Court will make decisions on contentious issues that people are willing to fight over. There's a big risk that each side will view the decisions as unfairly made by the other side and not accept them, which leads to tests of power. You know, can you think of a time when the Republicans went and fought? I mean, I firmly believe that uh, abortion is murder. But I don't go out with guns and shoot abortion doctors. I think that's bad. To quote Joe Biden, don't do that. Here's the deal. Very few people think that's right. Okay? Can you think of things beside the Dred Scott decision? When, when did conservatives go out and say, well, at least in the modern era, I can't think of one. Civil rights, maybe, maybe, but that's, that was Democratic led. Because remember all the Democrats, uh, all, they all moved, even though not one, not one, look it up, not one Democrat switched sides. That's what everybody believes. All the Democrats, the racist Democrats, they went to the Republican Party. No, they didn't. No, they didn't. They stayed right there. But different story. 
You mean, is it just related to Supreme Court? Yeah, just because they said Supreme Court will make decisions on contentious issues that people are willing to fight over. Only one I can think of is Dred Scott. We're not doing it. The left does that all the time. We're not doing it. And that's why we got to change these people. When are we going to stop listening to these people? And then when they get their way and the other half is, you know, like, uh, that's murder. That's settled law. Yeah, it's then settled, it's settled law. law. Right. Yeah, of course. I can't think of maybe, uh, you know, that doesn't mean it hasn't happened. I just can't think of one. So those are the things that he says that we're missing. Except he's missing the biggest one. I'll give it to you in 60 seconds. Deborah writes in about her experience with Rough Green. She says, I recently adopted an older German shepherd named Ava. By the way, Tanya said. We're not ever going to get a new dog. When Uno passes, this is it. I can't, I can't do another dog. Okay, sweetheart. <laughs> and I kept looking at the kids. Mom's going to get another dog. <laughs> she came to me this weekend. I've, I've called the people that we buy our dogs from, and they're looking. Oh, what? Why huh? would you call? Why I'm getting call? the same thing right now from my wife. <laughs> oh, we need a new dog. I mean, Miles is old, and uh, and Piper is our, germ, our 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 golden retriever, and she needs someone to play with. And mm-hmm. and so I'm getting constant. Look at this picture. I talked to this person. Yeah, it's, there's more and more of these things coming every day, as if we don't already have a zoo in the house. <laughs> you do. It's unbelievable. We have to talk about that at some point, Stu. Please. Because it's, it's gone too far. I think an intervention is due. <laughs> anyway, um, Rough Greens. I am feeding Uno Rough Greens on top of his you know kibble food. You put that on top. He loves it. I have seen a difference in Uno. He is so funny. I mean, it's not like he's a stand-up, but he is so funny now. The way he acts and plays, he's like a puppy most days. He's almost 11. Rough Greens. Just try it for your dog. It's really good for them. Roughgreens.com slash back. They're going to give you your first bag for free. All you do is pay for shipping. Roughgreens, R-U-F-F, greens.com slash back. Call 833-GLEN-33, 833-GLEN-33, or roughgreens.com slash back. 10-second station ID. So what is it that we're missing? I know I'm beating, you know, a dead horse. And I don't know why it always has to be a dead horse. I like horses. Um, but I know I'm, I'm beating a dead horse here because uh, you get it. But it's the Constitution. I go back to our 912 project. Our 912 project, what was it? It was all about values and principles. And I told you at the time. It, I love the Tea Party, love what it stands for, but the 912 Project was different because we have to be values and principles. If we're going to save our country, we have to be about those things that work and those traditional values. And I don't mean traditional like they come from the Republican Party. I mean the things that work historically. What? Let's follow the science. Historically, what leads to stable countries, stable civilizations? One is family. Reinforce the family. Do everything you can to support the family. 
That's that's just one. If we just fix that one, look at what the left is doing. You don't have a right to even know what your children are being taught. That's not that's not that's that's saying the parents are terrorists. How do you crazy? That's not strengthening the family. If we can't get back to an unum that was expressed in our Bill of Rights, those first 10, and I would contend all of them, but let's concentrate on the first 10, shall we? If we can't agree on those basic things, we will never come together because those are the things that built us and made us a beacon for the rest of the world. Let's, what do you say? Turn on our light. E.T., turn on your heart light. Let's do it. What? You need the Constitution to do that? You're not going to set it on fire because that's not a good idea. E.T., are you a radical extremist? The Glenn Beck Program. American Financing, NMLS, 182334, www.nmlsconsumeraccess.org. With so much inflation and market volatility, the Fed believes it has no choice but to hike up interest rates. The first of which looks like it's coming in March. Maybe. I say maybe. Because they are also learning right now, oh, this is very unstable. Huh, that might kill the economy. Hmm. Also, their good friends at BlackRock are against it. They say just just give money in the economy to the people who really need it, like the giant corporations. Anyway, um, you have some things under your control, your finance, your debt, everything you can do to save money you should be doing now. Call American Financing at 800-906-2440, 800-906-2440, or go to AmericanFinancing.net. That's AmericanFinancing.net. You can close in as little as 10 days. Start saving money now. 800-906-2440, AmericanFinancing.net. Head over to blazetv.com slash Glenn. Promo code is Glenn to save 10 bucks off your subscription to Blaze TV. Oh, yeah. The original OG. Welcome to the Glenn Beck program. We're glad you're here. You're bragging about being censored and targeted. That's right. Yeah, nice. I'm the I'm 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 the OG. I'm the OG. I found that out from my staff earlier this morning. Glenn, you're the OG, and I said, "What the hell does that even mean?" Mm. You yeah. know, I was just trying to pretend that I wasn't. You know, cool. Hip. Right, because you usually think about it as far as your rap career, and uh, that, exactly right. You know, that's it's a it's a part of your history. I'm like, for why sure. are you talking about my rap career? <laughs> dog <laughs> uh, um, by the way uh cheryl atkinson also wrote a book where she kind of identified you as the og of the what we're talking about here is this targeted uh, political well-funded movement to get someone thrown off the air mm-hmm. now look we there have been people who have been thrown off the air before but you were really targeted with this back before she, she makes a very good case yeah. that this new what they, strain of this. Yeah, is what you. they try. They've been trying all kinds of things, and it works sometimes. Work, uh, this wave after wave after wave from different bogus organizations mm-hmm. is a way to just discredit and overwhelm the population. So their a job was get me fired. I worked for Fox, so I wasn't fired. Um, and discredit me. 
And for about half the country, I, I was discredited. And that's really they'll take that. I mean, they want you destroyed. Don't don't get me wrong. We were just talking, you know, off the air about how we are headed to this place where we can't even talk to each other because one side they really do. They will beat you to death if you don't agree. No, it's true. And, and you look back at, I mean, this has been history, I guess, as well. But part of the story here with Joe Rogan is not about Joe Rogan. It's about two different sides of this. One, telling Spotify uh, that if you, let's just say Spotify is behind the scenes and they're saying, you know, like, what if we, we've got Joe Rogan, we've got, you know, Barack Obama. Imagine if we could get some big conservative host to come over and we can pay them a bunch of money too and we can have all sides of this. And we can, we can, we can have... I tell you, my agent suggested I'm in contract negotiations and I'm either going to do it with the company I'm with or not do it, you know, and just go off on my own. Um, But they said, we should go to Spotify. You know what my response was? (laughs) (laughs) You're cute. Yeah. (laughs) You are cute. But like in a regular market that was functioning without political hassles, this would be a totally plausible thing, right? Like they they're spending lots of money to acquire content, just like Netflix was and all these other places. And so they could bring all the biggest podcasters over and have all the best podcasters would be great. exclusively on their platform. It's right. But it's the, almost like what iHeart does. They have yeah, they have everybody. lefties yep. and right. They have no fear. They don't. They yeah, because they've gone through it with Rush Limbaugh. So they're like. You know what? Go pound sand. They're the one company on earth that seems to understand free speech these days. That's it. Uh, but like, you know, Spotify is part of this is the left wing political movements that are behind all of this telling Spotify, you better not hire that next person. Yep. Because it's going to be even worse for you next time. Yeah. So the people, the executives, when someone brings up, hey, we should bring in this uh, name, the right wing personality, everyone in the Spotify meetings is going to say, oh, God, remember what happened with Rogan? I don't want any part of that. Forget it. I, they, I don't want I don't want that on our platform. It's going to be too much of a hassle. Mm-hmm. So that's part one. And part two is everyone who has some level of heterodox opinion, someone who's out of line with the narrative when they think to themselves, you know, I don't know, this thing that is, you know, mainstream media approved and left wing approved doesn't seem right to me. I should speak out against it. They'll think to themselves, yeah, maybe I shouldn't because I don't want to get roganed. Mm-hmm. I don't want to get attacked. I don't want to have those. So the personalities themselves will actually censor themselves before they even say anything. You know, what's amazing is they have become the Inquisition. What was the what was the thought of the Inquisition? The thought was not to bring Jesus into people's lives, but to get rid of political enemies. And uh, then everybody became a political enemy and people would not say anything about the church that was negative. They would by rote say because they didn't want to go to the rack. That's what this is. This is just there's no rack. But they're doing they are publicly torturing uh, individuals that they don't like humiliation, disgrace and no forgiveness. Now, I you go you go Inquisition. I mean, I I've read too many Hitler biographies to not go to the Nazis. And I know everyone always appreciates a good Nazi comparison. Yeah, so I can always expect one from you. Yeah, I know. <laughs> 
And obviously, like, Joe Rogan leaving Spotify is not comparable directly to the Holocaust or anything like that. We all, uh, wait a minute. We all understand hold it, hold this. It. Not to the Holocaust, but guess who lost their broadcasting job? In fact, were, were cut off in the middle of the speech the day the, uh, the chancellor became the Fuhrer. Hmm. Dietrich Bonhoeffer. Oh. Hmm. Well, that's, that's not mm-hmm. a huge surprise. Yeah. And so uh, one of the things you may remember from uh, your history when the Nazis were coming to power again at the beginning, and these are long roads, you don't want to take steps down those roads, but they would, when the Nazis would beat somebody up in the street, the SS or the SA would beat someone up in the street uh, in, in full public view of everyone surrounding, they weren't doing that. Because of that person, per se. Correct. And their plan was never to beat up every single person that ever said anything bad about them. The plan was to beat the person up in the streets in full view of everyone else so they'd all know not to say something next time. There would always be somebody uh, who would have that reminder, oh my gosh, remember remember when that guy we saw that guy get beat up in the streets just just shut up just don't say anything whatever you do don't don't show any opposition show fealty because at the very even though you don't mean it at least you won't get your 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 head handed to you uh, on the on the sidewalk and that sort of tactic is present here where they are going after Rogan not just for Rogan not even just for conservatives it's it's the it's the the liberal Barry Weiss type who decides she, you know, feels a little differently about X, Y, and Z, so she won't say it next time. And, you know, that's why Barry Weiss left the New York Times, um, partially, because she saw the the, the the direction this was was going in. But so many people have gone to Substack because of these things. And, you know, I should say Substack seems to be one other company that seems to have a, 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 some approval of free speech these days. But there's very few of them. So here's the here's the thing. This is why I have a problem with The Rock. The Rock came out and he's like, I'm good friends with him. I love him. We're going to have some tequila sometimes promoting his tequila oh, on Rogan on Rogan. Yeah, because he yeah. was saying, hey, you know, this these attacks. He explained what he meant by the the misinformation, quote unquote, on mm-hmm. COVID. And uh, it was well, he said it was perfectly articulated. And yeah. I love Rogan. We'll have some tequila. Yeah, we'll have some tequila. Well, then the N word tape comes out. And he's like, I don't have anything to do. I don't know him. I don't know him. Don't know him. No, Who? he said, Rogan? Now, he what? said, now that I have the full understanding I of the guy. I was too drunk to understand. That was a drunk tweet. That was a drunk tweet. A, a, an out of context collection of somebody saying words that largely were quoted. Now you have the full understanding of the narrative around you, Joe Rogan. What are you talking you, about? How do you have the, did you go back and look at all of those uh, in context? Do you know? See, this is the problem. That's because pathetic by if, the rock, by if the way. You're, pathetic. If you're using the essay analogy, how do you get a group of people to all give the Hitler salute? Mm. Remember, everybody in Germany was giving the Hitler salute by the end. He won with 30% popularity. How do you do that? Well, you do some by just saying the lie over and over and over and over again, appealing to their jingoistic ways. That that got some. But the other was the SA. They would come in the town and they would just take over your street. They would do a little parade. Hey, look, we're a bunch of Nazis in short pants. We're just going to walk down the street. 
And it wasn't necessarily that you said something. You didn't stop and give the Hitler salute. So when you didn't get it, they they stopped, beat you up. At the beginning, there were people like, hey, 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 hey. And those people got beat up. And you beat up the secondary, the rock people who have just too much to lose. Too mm. much to lose. If I'm not playing the rock in movies, who will? So that person gets beat up. And once they see the mob, when they seen the mob destroy others who were just trying to help somebody out who was down being beaten up, that's when usually people are like, oh, yeah, I don't know anything about it. I, and now I understand the full context. Oh, he didn't give a Hitler salute. I remember that now. Whoa, I can't be. I don't know mm. him. I don't know him. That's the problem. That's why when you said they're beating them publicly, yes, they're sending messages to everyone. But this is why you should tweet or stand firmly. Uh, you know what? We need to make a T-shirt. I'm with Rogan. I don't have to agree with him. He says a lot of crazy crap. That's okay. He has a right to say, you don't like it, don't listen. But that is something I want to go over tomorrow. This is why we, we can't live with each other. I can live with people who say crazy stuff. I can live with people who disagree with me vehemently. Done it my whole life. Got it. Master, I'm practically the Yoda of that. I am. Here's the part that we can't that separates us. The other side can't. And I'm going to go into why and how this is played out in a very important story that I think everybody misses when they tell the story. That'll be on tomorrow's episode. Goldline. Okay, so how do you think civil war is going to work out with the currency? Huh? That'll be great. Oh, all of these problems would stop if we could just get a digital currency. That way, you know, they could. the Fed could just say, hey, uh, if you're listening to Joe Rogan and we're tracking because we know who's listening to Joe Rogan, your currency's not going to work. Problem solved. Wouldn't that be great? Oh, I'm hoping they come up with that soon. Anyway, uh, they'll probably wait until the dollar collapses. Ooh. Okay, uh, you might want to make a call to Goldline soon. Maybe today. No panic in my voice. I'm just saying, I do it today. They have a special going on with the purchase of historic $5 gold Indian and $5 Liberty coins. Uh, you call them for the uh, information on this. I would, sure, I'd take advantage of the special. That's not why I'd call today, though, you know? Sure, you're going to save some money, but I'm kind of good on the stick with this one. Goldline, goldline.com, 866-GOLDLINE, 866-GOLDLINE, or goldline.com. Stay informed. Sign up for the free newsletter today at glennbeck.com. This is the Glenn Beck program. So news on Rumble today. They have uh, just offered Joe Rogan a hundred million reasons to join Rumble. Yeah, the CEO wrote an open letter to Joe Rogan saying he comes over to Rumble 
four years, $100 million. And they say this is totally legit. Now, of course, he's under contract with Spotify at the mm, moment. At the moment. <laughs> but... I mean, but I mean, if I were Rogan, honestly, I'd kind of hope that, oh, Spotify is going to cancel me, huh? Mm. You have to believe his contract was built with this has situation to be. Has in to mind. Be. He's not a dumb. He has to be protected yeah. from this, right? Yeah. You, he's, you, I mean, me, he's, you pay me, fine. Yeah. People, people forget. I mean, he's worked for ABC. He's worked. I mean, he's worked at big oh, yeah. uh, Fear Factor Fear was Factor him, was too. Him. So NBC, <laughs> too. He knows. He knows what contracts need to look like. There's no way he signed a contract that didn't have a no-cut clause in it. No way. And, and I, if so, I were him, I'd be like, oh, go ahead. I'll do a Megyn Kelly. I'll walk away with $80 million. Okay. Yeah. Who's who's? And then start your next? own thing up that's really successful. Yeah. Yeah. I mean. Which he already did, which is funny. He built the thing as his own, got bought by some big company. Then they can throw him out. He'll keep most of that money. Then go to a new place. Where they'll yeah. give them even more money. I this do is, feel like don't good cry idea. for me, Argentina. You know, <laughs> <laughs> this is a good plan. Yeah, it is. Why it haven't is. we thought of this? We need to start getting hired by uh, liberal institutions for like two weeks. I know because I mean, you remember when MSNBC wanted to hire us? I do. Right before, that, before before they went nuts. Yeah, this is back before CNN. Yeah, before even CNN, but yeah. they did. They were the first ones that yeah. that in, that really wanted you to do a show for them. Yeah. Right. Mm, no but this is before they were really like crazy. No, this is when they this were still like microsoft yeah we're microsoft, microsoft nbc, NBC. partnership right. right okay that's gonna work out well <laughs> that worked out like the zoom worked out <laughs> which is not good for microsoft <laughs> and i feel bad mm. i feel bad for microsoft too that those things don't work out darn it yeah Darn it. Really sad. Dude, Lots dude, of sadness dude, dude. for these institutions. I mean, I'm really sad for CNN, which is having all sorts of trouble now. Oh. It's really sad to watch. I, you know, I just wish they wouldn't have sold, you know, you know, because now it's going to be solved. I'd like them just to feel just to wallow in that <laughs> bottom for a while. That's not very Christian, but uh, Jesus didn't have a talk show. OK, so back off, haters. Uh, <laughs> just love CNN just to wallow in that for right. a while with the thought of there is no salvation for you. Uh, you know, the salvation. Do you think there's any chance that this new discovery based um, ownership comes in and turns it into like a real channel? <laughs> like, <laughs> not well, like I have sat with the real discovery mm -hmm. ownership before. So I'd have to say doubtful, mm. but better chance than. What was going on there? I mean, because they when when AT and T bought it, right? Because that's who owns it. When AT and T bought it, they bought it as an asset, and they weren't in there going, "Well, let's roll up the sleeves," because it was kind of working, you know. Now, uh, what are they going to do? I mean, what's Discovery going to do? You're not going to put conservatives on, but isn't there like a an actual approach where they could say, "Hey, let's do like yes. news." Yes. What if we did news? The problem is, is that. People in news, journalists, saw people like me and others that became very, very successful with opinions, mm -hmm. and they confused that with journalism. Yeah. That's why I always said I'm not a journalist. Uh, if they actually bring journalism back and they do it as it used to be taught, maybe you can salvage the N out of CNN. Yeah, like, I don't know if it works as, like, this high ratings monster, but, like, people would watch it if they actually thought they could go to a place with, that they could believe something without spin.
This is There's something the Glenn Back program. There's a trick to get in there.